2: There's way more good happening in the world every single day, but why aren't they telling you? Get the good stuff at justinbarclay.com slash good news. Get the good news, stories, ideas, and updates that are sure to put a smile on your face. That's justinbarclay.com slash good news. justinbarclay.com slash good news. Grand Rapids. We're talking about what matters most to you in West Michigan. Join the conversation now at 616-774-2424. That's 616-774-2424. It's West Michigan Live with Justin Barkley on Wood Radio. Hey, good morning, folks. Yes, a gorgeous week. Things on tap, a little cloudy today. Some sunshine coming out a little bit later. We'll give you the details on that. Warmer still. And we'll take it. Uh, Lots to talk about. Boy, some stories again you won't hear anywhere else. We're busy keeping you in touch, updated, and of course, informed. But not just informed and empowered. We want to give you the news because I believe when you have the facts, you can make the best decisions for you and your family. So we'll do just that. Uh, The Ministry of Truth, not alive and well here. News, weather, and traffic. Stories of the day. We're talking about what matters most in West Michigan and beyond. This is The Big Three. Now, today's Big Three. The stories that matter most, you would be talking about these around the water, cool the dinner table, no matter where you are. There's never been a better time to buy or refi. And this Big Three is all powered by our good friends at Heartland Home Mortgage. Call my good friend Dave Galloway today. 616-974-9105. He'll help you save Thousands like he did for us and countless others who listen to this program like Chris. She's saved 500 bucks a month on her mortgage. And they closed in 10 days. They're faster, quicker, more convenient than the big banks. So come to your home and get the paperwork done. How great is that? Go online to hhmlending.com and talk to the folks at Heartland Home Mortgage today. Tell them I sent you. Number one, Biden said sent give a huge speech today to fight inflation. The inflation he's caused. A major talking point in that speech already being debunked by the Washington Post. Here's what we found out. He'll detail his plan to fight inflation and lower costs for working families and contrast his approach with Congressional Republicans' Ultra MAGA plan. This is according to CNN. Uh, Ultra MAGA. It just sounds, I I know that's. it's meant to be bad, but it sounds it sounds amazing, doesn't it? Uh, Then they go on to say that the the plan of Republicans is to raise taxes on 75 million American families and threaten programs like Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. Okay, where have we heard that before? Washington Post says that was a lie. Buzz. Sorry. Sorry, but apparently that's the wrong answer. Yeah. Consumers Energy...
0: Number
2: two. Announcing here in Michigan, it's looking for land for solar power plants. part of their goal to pull 60% of electric capacity. Think about this. 60% of electric capacity from green resources and be carbon neutral by 2040. Can you imagine what will with the day's that we will be experiencing in 2040. I mean, there's just no way. The battery power isn't there yet for this. We don't have the capacity. Of course, uh, there are clean alternatives that they continue to shut down and not look at. 46%. That's the the number, the sun number, measured the percentage of time between sunrise and sunset that sunshine actually reaches the ground. Only 46% of the time here in Grand Rapids. On days like today, it kind of makes me wonder. It's a little, little cloudy out there. How they think they're going to power everything? Oh, and they want you to plug your Tesla in too. Yeah, I mean, they just these these people are just absolutely out of touch with the reality. Uh, speaking of which, corrections officer escaped with an inmate from Alabama prison. Evaded authorities for more than a week has died now. Fugitive was taken into custody Monday, officials said. Former corrections officer Vicki White, 56. and inmate Casey White, 38, arrested after police chase and subsequent car wreck in Evansville, Indiana. That's my hometown, by the way. Crazy to see that news. I don't know if you followed that story at all, but looks like she may have suffered a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Still waiting on the latest from the, the coroner's report. He is back... In jail, at least for now, his history. Serving a 75-year prison sentence for kidnapping and attempted murder charges after he was convicted of trying to kill his ex-girlfriend and kidnapping her two roommates. Bad guy, back behind bars. And thanks to the good guys with guns there, stopping the bad guy who had a gun apparently in that situation. Okay, there's more news that you need to know about today. And to break this all down, I didn't put it in the big three, although it was, it was big three worthy. I didn't put it in the big three because I wanted to have a little bit more time to break it down. We have heard once again Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson sort of making her own plans, if you will, on certain things. This Patrick Leoya case continues. The details continue to come out about it. And I urge folks from the beginning to just listen. Before you rush to any judgment, mob rule, that sort of thing, let's wait till we have a full investigation. And we're still waiting for the Michigan State Police to come back. With their full details of the report, they've handed parts of it over to the Kent County prosecutor to decide whether they're going to charge this officer involved in this or not. Now, we've seen the video evidence. That means nothing now. I think we've got a pretty good idea of what happened, but people are going to watch tape, and they're going to have two different ideas when they see it. There are people that say this officer had no choice. There are people that say that uh, the, the 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 man who was a Patrick Leoya was he had no choice. So so th- there is a concerning piece of releasing that uh, that 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 video early without having all the context and the clues. One of those things that would have provided context and clues to what happened would have been, in fact, when it was just released on Friday, a news dump. I told you about this yesterday. A news dump. occurred. Now, what is that? What exactly is that and how does that happen? A news dump is when they want to dump things quietly, sweep them under the rug, fly them under the radar so that you and the rest of folks don't really notice it. Friday, they, they sort of quietly released the fact that Patrick Leoya, according to a third party, the Independent, this would have been who the family and the lawyers hired. An Independent coroner had done the uh, autopsy and found out that he was almost four times above the legal limit. His blood alcohol content level. Almost four times above the legal limit. Now, some people hear that and they're going to go, that doesn't matter, I don't care, he still doesn't deserve to be executed and murdered and blah, blah, Folks, it adds context to the entire story. A lot of the questions I, I had at the beginning, I think when we watched that video, is the first thing that happens when he gets out of the car in the video. Why is he doing that? Does he not know he's not being pulled over? He's acting very confused. People are people are bringing that up and saying, "Well, this man's acting very confused." It's it's like he's been just completely blindsided by the police here. Well, sometimes when you are inebriated and to the point of being four times the legal limit of being able to drive, you're going to be confused. You're you're going to not know what's happening, what things are happening around you, etc. I'm not saying it explains everything, but maybe it does explain Along with the further context that we learned about his rap sheet that he was on probation. He had had multiple issues with driving, driving without a a license or unsuspended or, um, in fact, uh, under the influence before. In fact, he was on probation. And it looks like if he would have been arrested again, he'd be going back to jail for five years or so. So why would he run? Well, the police didn't know that. There's no reason we shouldn't account for that. attorney said, well, he knew it. Patrick knew it. Patrick knew these details. He also knew he was drunk as a skunk. And he was behind the wheel of a car. And he'd be going to jail for a long time. So that explains why he may, at least gives us some context to understand why he may have fought. Why he may have run. And what exactly was going on in those moments there. Tragedy all the way around. But now we have a little bit more context to the full story. How about this? We know now, in the context to the full story, what exactly happened when the Secretary of State hid those records. In fact, had a policy kind of rewritten to take and hide those driving records when they were being requested by folks. we have emails released now channel 8 here in town actually did some work and and went through dug through got some emails released from the secretary of state's office that show the details of what went down during all of this fascinating in fact the back and forth she's not the only one that sent out a statement condemning the killing of patrick leoya There are hospitals, there are school systems in this West Michigan area that jumped the gun, so to speak, and sent out these statements. In fact, adding to the confusion, the cloudiness of it all, I hate to see anyone lose their life, but the way these statements are worded, oh, and by the way, I see them all, everyone sends them to me. So you think you can send out a little statement in your email to people, and it's only going to hit certain people. No, they send them in. So we can all see them. I might as well just put them all online. Hospital systems, major hospital systems, school systems putting these emails out. It's really sad. And now we have the inside, the, the look here of what happened with the Secretary of State. That statement, the Michigan Department of State condemns the killing of Patrick Leoya. Moreover, the department will no longer provide the driving record and personal information to Mr. Leoya. Why? So Crump and Sharpton have a time to make the guy a hero? He wasn't a hero. And what happened to him was absolutely tragic. But he wasn't a hero. And you notice Crump and Sharpton have gone strangely silent. So of the media. The protests, the march, and thankfully... These things have quieted down. But you and I, every single day, are being used. We're being jerked around. We're being pulled around by these people. And people are waking up to it. So another piece revealed Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson playing politics in a role where she shouldn't be. That role to make sure that the Secretary of State continues to keep our elections on the utmost with with integrity, because here, after all, election security is national security, folks. It is a matter of national security. There should never be an an appearance of impropriety in those things ever. And when was the last time you tried to go to the Secretary of State office and get a license plate or get your tags or something like that? That whole thing is a debacle. No problem, and we see why now. Because the chaos and the confusion happening behind the scenes are too involved in politics and not not, not as much involved with just getting the job done for the people of Michigan. Yeah, we'll put that up on the stack. You want to read more on that story coming up here? You're gonna want to hear about this. A big forum happening this week is speaking of election integrity. We'll get down to the bottom of that, coming up in just moments. After this. Welcome in. It's with one at 1069 fm folks. Lots of people asking, especially after we've heard the latest and seen 2,000 Mules, Dinesh D'Souza's m- new movie. Oh, there's, some, there's some really uh, earth-shattering updates coming out of Michigan, in fact, too. Coming up, we'll have a conversation about that on the after show. Ned Jones joins us right now. He's Executive Director of Election Integrity Network, the Conservative Partnership Institute, hosting a summit in Detroit. Uh, this weekend, in fact, you you'll want to be there. You want to come from all over the state to be a part of it. Ned, appreciate you being here with us this morning. How are you?
3: Hey, Justin, fine. Thank you so much for having me on. Yes, the Conservative Partnership Institute is sponsoring an election integrity summit this weekend on the 13th and 14th at the Detroit Marriott at the Renaissance Center, and it's a real opportunity for. Uh, folks in Michigan who want to get involved in fixing our elections to take a hands-on approach to doing that. Um, the sign-up is super easy. You just go to whoscounting.us. That's W-H-O-S um, There's a tab there to sign up for the Michigan Summit. We start on Friday afternoon at two o'clock with a special workshop that's going to introduce the program that we present which is really based on the Virginia model, as we call it. I live in Richmond, Virginia, and was deeply involved in our election last year, our very successful election last year. And uh, we've taken some of the things we've learned in Virginia and uh, are taking them around the country. This will be our sixth summit now, and we have three more after Michigan. So we start Friday afternoon, then we have a dinner Friday evening, and we're going to have an exclusive showing of the documentary Rigged, the Mark Zuckerberg Plan to Defeat Trump That was produced by Citizens United, and we'll have a couple of representatives from Citizens United there to discuss how they made the film and talk about it on a panel discussion, um, which gets deep into, as you you saw in Michigan, you were one of the uh, strongest beneficiaries of the Zuck Bucks in 2020. Uh, Then we'll have dinner. And then Saturday morning, we start we start early at seven and we do workshops all day long to show our attendees how they can get involved in taking back our elections. You know, the Dems have run our elections for years, and now it's our time to take it back by getting involved in the process of our elections. We talk about. Uh, Building our task forces, which are local task forces in each county, uh, voting by mail and voting systems, becoming poll. I think you call them inspectors and watchers in Michigan, the people that observe the election. And that's a critical thing. We call it eyes on every ballot. In Virginia, we had 45 days of voting, early voting. And so we had poll watchers every we tried to have poll watchers for every one of those days. Um, But, again, it's real easy to sign up for our summit at whoscounting.us. We have lunch on Saturday, and then we have a full afternoon program leading up to a final uh, panel at the end of the um, day. And uh, it's just a great way for people who want to get involved. You know, everybody wants to do something, and it isn't just around election time. What our task forces do is they get involved next week. Um, we call it being a presence in the election system. You go to all the meetings of your electoral board. You meet with your clerks. You FOIA, the Secretary of State. You know, Benson, I, 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 I listened to a panel she was on recently, and she still talks about the safest and most honest above-board election in Michigan. And, you know, it's it's amazing that they're still putting out that message. Um, One of the things she relies on is something called a risk-limiting audit, which you have in Michigan, we have it in Virginia. And that's really a fraud put on by left-wing nonprofit organizations. But they use it to tell us the election was fair and honest. And these are the kind of things that we're going to discuss this weekend at the summit. And again, very easy to sign up at WhosCounting.us. It really is a way for us to take back our elections. You know, it should be a 50-50 process where both parties are involved. But they tell us about Detroit in 2020. There were 5,400 election inspectors in Wayne County. I think there's like 500 precincts or something. And out of those 5,400, there were 175 Republicans, if you can imagine.
2: Yeah, Ned, it is, it is something we've covered extensively. But people always wonder when you hear about these things, what can you do? Well, now you know. You can get involved. There's several different ways to do that. Election Integrity Network with the latest and that that uh, election summit happening this week in a Detroit Renaissance Center. And you can get the details online at HOSCounting.us, u We'll put the links up in the stack. Ned Jones, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate you being here with us. Thanks, Justin. You got it. i uh, back more. Tech Tuesday. Uh, with well, our good friend Trick Kanibbe joining us after this. Hang on, folks. <music> Welcome in, folks. Yes. You so, yeah. can get to us. Avoid big tech. Don't get censored. Now. Text me, 616-201-3353. When you do, it's really cool. I can see your messages as I'm on the air here. And then I can text you things as well. That's 616-201-3353, 616-201-3353. So we can stay in touch no matter what happens with the folks at Big Tech. Uh, speaking of tech, we are jam-packed with stories today. We got a big after show coming up today as well. But our good friend Trent Kanibbe, after taking a little time off because we had such crazy news cycles the last couple of weeks, he is back. We'll welcome him in here.
3: I have something to say? <laughs> say it here. Come on, people. Are they insane? <laughs> this is America. It's free for
4: all
2: t- That's not it. That's not the right one. Hang on. We got to get the tech talk.
4: Tack into go. the latest in tech and how it affects you oh and your world.
2: This is Tech Talk Tuesday on Wood Radio's West Michigan Live. That wasn't a technical glitch, by the way. That was operator error. We make sure folks know the difference a lot of times. If there is something that happens uh, here on the radio, I would say it's probably fair to say it was operator error. Hey, Trent, welcome in and congratulations, Papa. How are you?
0: 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
4: Hey, doing good, Justin. Thank you. Everybody's uh, doing, doing happy and well so far. Very thankful.
2: So Trent just had another baby to add to the family. He takes that be fruitful and multiply seriously. And how many does that make for you now?
4: Justin, we've been been blessed with seven children. Yeah.
2: Well, that is amazing. I love that, and of course um, this is your is, is your seventh and uh, a boy is that right?
4: That's right, Justin. little boy sapped.
2: Oh wow. congratulations to you and mom and the rest of the family. very cool lots of uh, you know lots of good lots of good news there. I mean uh, we, we got you know we, we get stuck in this world of tech you and I talking about these things, but you know the things that matter most are things like that right there. Um, And I know you're concerned about the future uh, of your kids, and a lot of those issues we we look at do involve kids when we're talking about tech. So let's run through them real quickly. Uh, Today, uh, big news, stock market news. Uh, In fact, the bubble, CNBC says the bubble is bursting. Well, the tech bubble they're talking about. Uh, This morning we're finding out, uh, let's see the news now, Dow jumping 400 points, but they, they show this tech giants lost more than a trillion dollars in value in the last three trading days. That's an incredible number. And I'll just give you some, some stats. So if you're, if you're looking at what that means Netflix down 71% year to date, Snap down 50%, Uber 48%, Facebook down 42%, Amazon 36, Disney 32, Tesla 34, Google 22, Bitcoin battered. Uh, 40% of investors now underwater crypto fad phase. This is all from the, uh, from the, from the drudge report this morning, looking at all that. So, um, there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot, there was a big inflated bubble with tech. There's a lot of, this is, this is kind of nuanced, but, uh, we're starting to see things kind of spread out with this tech bubble. I'm just going to ask you and I'll open it up, but, um, you know, with Disney, with Netflix, we've seen a lot of people canceling their accounts, and, and for a number of different reasons. Some of that's programming reasons. Um, but what do you see happening here in, in with tech, and, and it, how is this going to affect the product of these, these particular companies?
4: So, Justin, since uh, the pandemic, tech has really uh, gone up significantly. And one of the problems of the stock market is what goes up comes down. Uh, the stock market obviously is not a actual representation of these companies' values; it's the perceived value. So, uh, over the last couple of years, this, the the tech has been very strong because of all the pandemic buying of technology, technology based solutions. These companies have have reported some pretty good profits in the last couple of years. All of a sudden, we're seeing people have bought their technology. People have what they need for technology. Um, And the technology isn't uh, in the public spotlight for doing a lot of good at the moment, Uh, especially big tech. There's a lot of controversial stories come out with Apple labor issues, with um, obviously social media on fire over who's owning social media platforms, what's censoring, what's not. So all these stories are affecting the big tech's actual perceived value, and we're seeing a massive correction or they're dropping like a rock. And is it going to affect the, the day-to-day you know, items that we get? Um, no, it's not going to have a huge effect. And again, it's more the perceived value of the company. Uh, so we're going to go for a ride here, Justin. I think they're going to drop quite a bit more. Uh, I think there's going to be some tech companies that are going to innovate, and people will, will switch their money around and take it out of one and put it in another. So tech stocks are going to be very interesting the next uh, number of months, I would say six months to a year before we see any stability in them.
2: Yeah, I've got a, I've got to wonder. Um, You just mentioned Apple. Some of the uh, the stories that are coming out now. In fact, they've got. uh, This is from a website called Metro. Apple workers storm barriers and fight guards keeping them locked at work. This is all during COVID. This is this is wild to watch. Look at this. I mean, this is all happening in uh, in China right now. This is wild. Yes, that's an Apple facility there. We've seen the videos out of uh, out of China, Shanghai, and some of these other places anyway, uh, Trent. But it's it's concerning the treatment of people there and and what we've been seeing and hearing. And we've heard a lot that come out of uh, out of uh, companies like Apple and, and Nike. Some of these companies that uh, that pretend to be some of the most uh, you know virtuous companies. Yet at the end of the day, they're not treating their workers very, very fairly, are they?
4: Yeah, Justin. Apple's had issues for many years because they're a big company. They're in the spotlight, and there's a lot of other companies that have have the same problem. And that's why when some of these news stories kind of hit hit the press, Apple or whoever's you know responsible, supposedly will will put out a big investigation and say they'll pay them more. And in some cases, they'll pay them a, a you know an extra couple pennies an hour. and, say that they have appeased the problem, but at the end of the day, Justin, this is a combination of lockdown issues in in China at these factories um, combined with um, some of the already stringent requirements. So Apple for secrecy for leaks, and uh, for example, uh, they have uh, really severe um, rules and regulations um, basically isolating people on site and not give, letting them be connected to the outside world because they're manufacturing these products ahead of a release. And a lot of these releases hinge on secrecy before the release. Uh, and then you have that already kind of lockdown system combined with the uh, the whole COVID lockdowns. Uh, you have people doing really drastic things that you know, we, we haven't even seen in the last 10 or 20 years with the already strict uh, rules that they have there.
2: There's another story coming out today, uh, in fact, about what's happening in Michigan with, uh, with Consumers Energy and what they'd like to do with uh, the, the, the solar and the wind and unicorn farts. Uh, green power that they'd like to, to push right now. California driving over a quarter of electric car charging stations in Bay Area not working, according to a study. So you know it's interesting to me because they're pushing now with Consumers Energy. We're watching this. They just put this big news release out like, oh, we get, we're gonna we're looking to power everything, by, but with a, with the unicorn farts by sixty percent by twenty forty, and they want to go you know the zero carbon for all this stuff that they, we hear that just nonsense. And you look out in California, the greenest of the green, right? They got sunshine, they got uh, everything they need out there to win to make the. They're still having problems. Over a quarter of electric car charging stations in the Bay Area don't work, according to a new study. This this whole electric cars and, and, and moving everything over to wind, solar and all that, I mean, they, they talk like it's a done deal, but Trent, there's still problems here. Oh, just over 72% of the plugs in the Bay Area are, are only functional, 72%. Yeah,
4: Justin, the issue with this is the government has subsidized... Um, the government or the utility companies or a combination thereof these electric charging stations to be placed at all different places that was not thought about from a business standpoint or even a practical standpoint they're not well marked they're not well maintained uh, and so they're underutilized and and often they're broken they don't get reported as broken Uh, the electric car uh, if they're going to actually catch on requires a massive Good working charging network, and if you don't have that charging network, it will not work, regardless of all the other, uh, you know, issues with the whole electric car model. Um, so that's what we're seeing there. It's it's good that somebody actually is doing a, a study to hold things accountable because our tax dollars paid for a vast majority of those charging stations that are not even being utilized.
2: I saw with with the Consumers Energy, all, uh, Grand Rapids gets forty six percent sunlight during the year. So out of all the days and the times your sunrise to sunset, only 46% of that time do we actually get sunshine. To think that we're going to, in Michigan, have, you know, things like solar and these huge solar farms. And what the, what the effect might be on the environment uh, because of that, too. I mean, these folks just, they just haven't done their their due diligence in this. And, and there are some problems. There are some real problems uh, when it comes down to it. There are some good news when it comes to tech. We're going to get to that. Trent Affordable Live Store, Lake Michigan Drive in Standale, and of course uh, Grand River Track as well. He's just helping folks uh, with your IT needs, and uh, he can do that for you. Whether you've got a question personally about something that's going on, or whether you want to make sure your business is secure and locked down, he can do that for you too. How about this? A new study finds that avoiding social—I can't believe they needed a study for this—but avoiding social media for just one week significantly boosts well-being and cuts depression. This is out of the the United Kingdom, turn it off. And, and that would go for even, uh, I think even me, like listening to this program, take a little break, give yourself what they call a digital detox, Trent, and I think you'll feel a lot better at the end of the day. We have to do those things, don't we?
4: Yeah, Justin, we didn't need a study for that, but let's let's use that study as an opportunity to think about this. But you got to remember, these companies, social media, large advertising companies, spend millions and billions of dollars a year um, how to mess with your brain, and I'm not talking some... color choices, text size, the placement of, of colors and the times of ads, they spend billions of dollars on hooking us, trying to make us watch, make us look, make us scroll. And that just messes with our heads. And over time, that, that really caused trouble. So obviously, even a week break, think if you took a two-month break, Justin, how much better a person you'd feel.
2: It is a pretty amazing story out of Grand Rapids in West Michigan. Matter of fact, I, I got to take my break every now and then, too. You know, I got to turn it off. But check out this story out of Grand Rapids in West Michigan specifically. Uh, oh, Just an, an awesome story. Grand Rapids now home to the breakthrough PET scanner that uh, they say can detect cancer in just one minute. It's a pretty wild story here in, uh, in Grand Rapids. And breakthroughs happening in that medical mile trend.
4: Yeah, Justin. This is uh, a, a key technology—a a, full-body scan in, in, in a minute is what they're claiming. Uh, if that's if that's true, that's phenomenal. And same day, you know, diagnosis to treatment for cancer. Everybody knows that time uh, in catching, um, you know, cancer, detecting with a scan, and then getting treatment quickly is the key to you know, not necessarily curing cancer, but the key to catching it quickly, which is in, in a, some ways it is a cure if you catch it early enough. So this, we need more of this type of technology uh, in more places uh, to get those times down and to get the cost down uh, as well. So I I know this is incredible capabilities. I don't know what this is going to do to the cost, if the cost is going to be significantly higher, but hopefully this also paves the way for lower costs because some of these scans cost a fortune and a lot of people don't get them because insurances won't cover them, even though we have the technology that can be used to help. It's
2: good news for us here in West Michigan and a salute that uh, innovation is happening right here. Definitely want to make sure that we highlight that. If you missed any of these stories, we'll put them up on the stack today. You can check them out at justinbarkley.com. But if you ever have any questions about anything when it comes to something with your device or maybe making sure that you or your business is secure, Trent Canibby Affordable Store can make sure that you are taking care of Lake Michigan Drive there. And Trent, uh, what's your IT business called again?
4: Grand River Tech, Justin.
2: Grand River Tech. So you can give him a call and get all the solutions. He'll take care of you. Trent, appreciate you being here with us. Another Tech Talk Tuesday. Now go be a dad. Congratulations to you again, man.
4: All right. Thanks, Justin. You have a good day.
2: That's where the real work begins. There you go. Congratulations.
4: Yeah. Lots to
2: talk about. We've got a jam-packed after show. Election integrity update. Story straight out of Michigan that you probably haven't even heard yet. The Cannabis Conservative, CanCon, joins us coming up in the after show. New and improved streaming online, by the way. You can go to JustinBarkley.com. We've got the glitch fixed. You can watch either video or stream the podcast, the audio live at JustinBarkley.com. When you click the after show, JustinBarkley.com slash after show. Coming up in just minutes right here.
5: Baby, just how you feel.
2: Back after this. Join the after show coming up election integrity force has a big report out Cancon's going to talk to us about that his report on it yesterday i caught it and i thought man we got to have him on so we'll get into that in the after show it turns out that even some legislators here in michigan but it appears their votes didn't count in the 2020 election and we have proof of this now now what the heck is happening if you break that down in an after show coming up, you can stream, go to justinbarclay.com slash after show, justinbarclay.com to be able to make your way in there. Watch either the video stream or the, uh, the, uh, the awful audio stream coming up. Tom is on the line. Tom, I want to give you a chance to weigh in this morning. How are
1: you? Oh, pretty good. How about you, Justin? Great. Thank you, sir. Hey, uh, these electric cars, why don't they put like uh, an alternator or generator on there to charge the batteries? The car has one now to charge the battery. Yeah, yeah. and great point. I also, saw
2: I saw a, a semi, and I think it was a Tesla semi, Tom. Not to but I saw a semi where they they did the braking. They put chargers in the braking so that they could, like an alternative, they could charge when the when the when the truck was braking. It would help charge up. There's all kinds of technology in ways that they could exactly they could make even the cars we're driving right now more fuel efficient.
1: Right. They took off the radiators. Why don't they put a fan on the front there? You're going down the road, 60 miles an hour. You've got 60 mile an hour breeze coming in there. Hook up a fan to charge your car. You know, so I don't, this whole, your previous guest nailed it. They're not ready for these electric cars yet. You know, the the charging systems. I drive a truck. I've seen them on the road. People are, they turn them all into truck drivers. You can only drive so far and you've got to take a break just like a truck driver. You gotta charge your battery, and and uh, putting up all these panels. I go down the road. I run across hundreds of acres where these solar panels are. They're not gonna grow any farm. You know that takes care of your farmland. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna raise any crops. Now we're gonna have a food shortage. The the green people. They're they're always about save the trees. I ran across out east. There's a quarter of a side of a mountain that's. They've cleared it out, and they put all these panels up there, and from a distance, it looks like a big black plastic bag on the side of the mountain there. It just, it's just, you know, I can't, I don't believe this stuff anymore.
2: Have you ever seen the pictures when they, they drill or they mine for the, the uh, lithium and what, they, what they're making those batteries yes. for? It's just incredible. It's absolutely incredible. These people say they care about the environment. Uh, Thank you for the call. I appreciate it, my friend. Tom, appreciate it. Stay safe out there on the roads. Ann's on the phone this morning. Ann, how are you? Welcome in.
5: Oh, good morning. Yes, I thought maybe you all needed to hear about Holland and what's happening with the city council. So uh, just an update. Um, The lawyer, I thought he should recuse himself because he's the one that wrote the ordinance, uh, anti-discrimination ordinance that has included sexual orientation, gender identity, and expression. And then it defines it. Everybody needs to go to the city of Holland and look at that ordinance. Go to ordinance and then anti-discrimination or it's DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And then read the definitions. I think you'll be shocked. But anyway, they say that we're protected. Uh, all our religious thinking and ways are protected from the move of LGBT. And you and I know <laughs> from the news what's going on, uh, especially with our children. So stay tuned. We're not done yet. We're, uh, we're looking for a lawyer. So keep that on your prayer list. We need somebody who's going to come in and fight for us on a legal side. So, um, so far, so good, i say.
2: And how can people reach out and get a hold of you if they have maybe some help for you?
5: That's good. Uh, Prayunited28 at gmail.com. And it'll come up Sharon Maston, And uh, that's someone that's helping me.
2: Thank you, Ann. I appreciate you. Have a great day. We, yeah. we appreciate you. Keep <laughs> up the fight. Thank you, Justin. You got yeah. it. God bless. Folks, a jam-packed after show. CanCon joins us coming up next. The Michigan Election Integrity Report you haven't heard yet. Some of the legislators here in Michigan, elected officials, their votes didn't count. This report from Election Integrity Force coming up next. You won't want to miss it. The after show. Stream us live at justinbarclay.com. Slash after show. Back tomorrow morning at 9 06. Make it a great day. God bless. That's it for today. Join me online at JustinBarkley.com or on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok at Mr. Justin Barkley. Leave a comment, give us a rating, and follow us on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of West Michigan Live with Justin Barkley was produced and engineered by Joe Balecki. I'm Justin Barkley, and this is West Michigan Live. Make it a great day.
0: that's join